Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Yesterday, Colin, you were really sharing from your heart, from your own experience of how you have come to appreciate and understand that Christ Jesus lives in you as he lives in every believer. You were talking about how he expressed and taught you that he not only loves you, but he likes you for who you are. And we were just saying for the person who feels really rejected, how could God love me like this? It was a a moment of real revelation. Yeah, because you see, I grew up with an oversized inferiority complex, really. And when the Lord said to me, you've never liked being you, he was putting his finger on a very profound truth. I mean, I'd never sort of thought of it like that way. But, you know, he, he went on from there, really, to say to me, um, very gently but very firmly, you know, how dare you not like yourself if I like you? Yeah, that's quite a challenge, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> because, you you know, he, he, he was saying um, that uh, um, you're, you're saying that you're not likable, but I like you. So you're saying I'm wrong to like you because you're not likable. And it it really did helped to revolutionize my thinking. Uh, let me let me say straight away, it didn't fill me with a lot of self-love. What did it do to you then? Um, it just gave me this much greater revelation of God's love for me. Um, I, for many years, you know, I'd known the Lord, loved the Lord, served the Lord, um, seen wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things in my ministry. And uh, I suppose I, uh, to a certain extent, always accepted God's love for me. I'd never questioned it. Ever since I came to know the Lord as a child, I never questioned the fact that God loved me. I knew that. That was a revelation to my heart. But I suppose I must have thought, well, he loves me because uh, he wants to use me, because he wants um, his love to flow through my life, because I'd been living for many years in community and loving often very needy people, having them to live with us. And um, I'd, I'd learned the cost of loving other people and knew that I couldn't do that in the natural. It wasn't in me in the natural, that this was the love of God that was working through me. So, uh, you know, I knew that God loved me so that his love could pour out of me to others. But I'd never really... Uh, I suppose accepted it at that personal level that God loves me for me, just for me. He loves me because he loves me. That's the way he put it. I love you because I love you. Um, I don't love you because of what you do for me. I don't love you just so that I can use you. I love you for yourself. And uh, I sent my son to die for you, for you, for you, for yourself. And yes, the more you appreciate that, the more I can use you to reach out and touch the lives of other people. Like I trust what I'm saying now is touching the hearts and lives of many people that are listening to me. But that's all the the grace of God and the way that the grace of God works through us. So this is a very simple truth. It's a very profound truth. 
But you see, once you accept that Christ lives in you because he loves you, then you have to move on from there to say, okay, he has given me the fullness of life and therefore his will for me is to keep drawing upon the life that he's put within me. Uh, and therefore, what I've been saying this week is to develop the relationship with him whereby I can do that. Now, that relationship has to be returning his love. He's given himself wholeheartedly to you. You give yourself wholeheartedly to him. But it also has to be a relationship of faith. Now, what is faith? Well, faith is trusting him. Now, if you're going to build a relationship with Christ, the Christ who is in you, the hope of glory, you've got to trust the one who is in you. Not just trust the one who is in heaven, but the one who is in you. So you develop your relationship in your prayer time through reading the word because faith comes from hearing the word. You get into the scriptures and discover everything that God has done for you and put into you. Because Christ lives in you, you need to know who he is so that you know the one that he has put within you. But then you begin to trust him. You say, I, um, I know that wherever I am, I don't have to prepare a message. Um, as you know, I never prepare any of the messages. We've made, I think, nearly 1,800 of these programs. I've never prepared one of those 1,800 messages. But... By the grace of God, he speaks through what I say, whether I'm unfolding the scriptures as we go through the books. I think we've been through virtually the whole of the New Testament now, verse by verse. And he will unfold what that means. We've, we've done lots of other things. We've just read the scriptures. We did a few weeks ago uh, when, we read, when I read Mark's gospel. But whatever he leads you to do, God will speak through that. God will speak to people. The Christ in me will give me the words to speak. So that's learning to trust him in that way. But all of us are in situations, even if we're not preachers, all of us are in situations where sometimes we don't know what to say to people. Their problems seem so immense or we've seemed totally out of our depth with what's happening to the neighbor who comes into your kitchen and pours a heart out to you or whatever it may be. But you see, the promise of God is that he will give us the words to speak. And so the Christ in you will speak through you. I mean, you can, just while you're listening to somebody, you can say, Lord, I just don't know what to say. Just give me the words to speak. And you know he will, and you'll, you'll speak these words, and you'll, at the same time you'll be thinking, where's this coming from? I mean, this is great. This is, I would never have thought of that. And you see the effect that those words are having on the one that you're speaking to, and you know that you're speaking exactly what needs to be said into that situation. And that's God. That's Christ in you. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the grace of God. And so our confidence builds. Absolutely. You, what we need to understand is that God will not only do that at an odd, on an odd occasion when we feel totally out of our depth, but he can speak through us, he can work through us, he can love through us every day of our lives. I'm sure that um, there are situations where nearly everybody listening 
knows someone that you find incredibly difficult to love. Uh, you may even have said, Lord, I can't love this person, which is probably the best thing for you to say, so long as you follow that up. But thank you that you are living in me. Thank you that your love is in me. And thank you that you will enable your love for this person to come through me as I trust you. And you have proved that time and time oh, again, time living in community, time haven't time you? Again. I mean, I've had people come to live with me in my home who, when they first came, were the most objectionable characters. I mean, uh, and they did the most objectionable things because they were trying to prove to me and to my wife, Caroline, that they were unlovable. They wanted you to reject them. They, they, wanted, they wanted us to reject them to demonstrate that they were right in believing that no one could love them. So they really did the most objectionable things. But of course the love prevailed and not one of them ever left until they knew that they were loved and actually we really grew to love them because as they changed they became lovable and you instead of objectionable. That although you didn't have the love yourself, that the fact that Christ was in you, you he was giving you the love for them. You yeah, he would give you the patience, growth. he would give you the grace, he would give you whatever you need. And you, you knew it wasn't from you. You had to just swallow hard and just say, Lord, just give me the grace. And he would, of course, he would. Because he wanted to deliver that person from this false idea that he or she was unlovable. So, yes, sometimes you have to persevere, but everybody's worth it. And uh, so, you know, we, we just knew, well, um, God has sent us these people just to demonstrate to them his love. So there's no need for people to sort of suck us dry because sometimes when you're living in situations like you just described with people who are very hard to love or sometimes people are depressed and you feel them drawing the life out of you, that, that needn't be the case when Christ is in us. Well, what, what you have to learn with people like this is you mustn't allow them to manipulate you. Um, you see, most people like that have spent their whole lives manipulating people out of their own insecurity. And if you allow them to manipulate you, then you won't be able to help them. So, I mean, there are times when you have to be strong, quite tough with them, very straight with them, very honest with them. You don't love people by being all slushy and sloppy and sentimental. God doesn't love us like that. And he would speak very tenderly to us sometimes, but he would discipline us and he would speak very directly to us. I mean, you know, God can say to you, my child, I love you, I encourage you. But he can also say, what do you think you're doing? I mean, God can speak to you like that. The Holy Spirit can say, no, don't. When you're contemplating doing something that is going to grieve him. So, you know, God loves us perfectly, but he never allows us to manipulate him. And uh, he loves us always with the truth. And he's always prepared to be truthful to us, but he knows when to encourage and he knows when to discipline. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 